What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the release. Uh, today, we're filming right after the trade deadline, a couple days after it. Some massive things went down. Some sad, horrible, unspeakable yeah. things went down. And some stupid things went down. So you know what? Today, we're going to discuss that. Uh, first off, the um, what's it called? The draft lottery was uh, selected a date and it's july 29th so there's definitely going to be something on that that is around the time of our 50th episode Enjoyable. there's gonna be a banger then as well a better draft class as well yeah yeah i know better great great class. uh jonathan kaminga kate cunningham all these guys you know the jalen's of course the jalen's jalen green <laughs> but and without further ado let's get straight into these so there was a total of 15 big large things that went down. So I'm going to just read them <laughs> off. And then, Mike, yeah. I'm going to let you go straight ahead and get into these things. Okay, ready? Let's do it. Let's do it, bro. Nikola Vucevic and Alfaruk Aminu to Chicago for Wendell Clark Jr., Otto Porter, and two first-round picks. Evan Celtics and two-round picks, two second-round picks. Aaron Gordon to the Nuggets for Gary Harris, RJ Hampton, and a first-round pick. Fun fact. First of all, I feel like it was a mistake to trade RJ Hampton. Fun fact. Every single Gary in the league was traded on the trade deadline. Every single Gary, yeah, Every Trent. Gary. Trent, wow. and then, like this random Gary as well. Uh, there was yeah, a yeah. three-team deal, uh, deal. George Hill went to Philly for Tony Bradley and Austin Rivers, who was dropped and is going to be signed by the Bucks and two uh, future second-round picks now on OKC. And then the Knicks get Terrence Ferguson. And then finally, before we can start talking about the first five, Norman Powell got traded to the Blazers for Gary. Moment Trent. of silence. Moment yeah, of silence for my man. Because you didn't even want to, yeah. All right. Okay. <laughs> Mike, let's hear what you have to say about the trades. Even let's hear about what you uh, what you have to say about the trades that I didn't even list. We'll list them later. Okay, I'm gonna start with the Raptors because let's be honest, this is a basketball podcast, but this is a Raptors podcast. Of okay. Course, man. We are Raptors stands over here. Okay. Okay. I am a Raptors stand over here. Mike and Jordan are also Raptors stands, but you know, Jordan is more of a uh, Wizards guy, sadly. But uh, hey. We, we, are, we are proud Torontonians over here. Yeah. Go ahead, Mike. Okay. So I believe that this was a pretty even deal. Okay. Go into that. For a number of reasons. I believe that, you know, Rodney Hood, despite the kind of weirdness of his presence, is a good player off the bench. Put up 13 against uh, the Trailblazers. If he can keep doing that, it can be like a Stanley Johnson type figure coming off the bench. Ooh. I don't mind. Gary Trent has to uh, provide more like like complimentary assists, rebounds. Definitely, he's pretty he's pretty lacking. He's like more of a true scorer, but he'll get there for sure. Yeah, but, yeah, um, no, like uh, Ronnie Hood could be that good three and D guy, you know. But like just yeah, with yeah. his injury prone stuff, and he can't be having games like he did his first game against. Uh, who exactly. played that one time? He got two points, man. I I, I hated that. And then Gary the, Trent Jr. went okay. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I mean, it's just we're like as a team, we're just lacking in in like departments that we should be ahead on, like free throws and stuff like that. But yeah, bright future for sure. I'm sad. Norm was probably our second best player, third best player this season. Hell yeah, hell last, yeah, he was. You over know? the last couple of games, put no doubt in anybody's mind. He's gross, and he's gonna keep progressing into a stud in the league for sure. I think, yeah, Portland may have won the trade a little bit. And I'm kind of sad about that too, because he looks whack at Portland. Jersey. 
Yeah, of course. I, I actually don't mind what he looks like in like that Oregon jersey. Like I was looking at him like, yo, he doesn't look bad. But like seeing yeah, him line up with the Raptors made me so sad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He lined up with the Raptors by accident. Yo. Yeah. Okay. Next, okay. I want to talk about the travesty of our league, which is the Brooklyn Nets, a team that I hate with every yes. fiber of my being. Yes. That is making terrible trades. We are Raptors stands and we are Nets haters on this podcast. If you don't like that, keep are, watching. Literally, because they trade for offensive-minded has-beens that have two years left in the league that produce nothing other than a little bit of scoring and automatically the league loses their mind and think they're going to take it easy. Thank you. Uh, they they won't even become first in the East. Exactly. Like LaMarcus, okay, Delroy. He was on the podcast last week. Shout out Delroy. Okay. Shout he, out he, Delroy. Was, he was calling them the Fantastic Five. Not the Fantastic Four, the Fantastic Five. With KD, Harden, uh, Kyrie, LaMarcus Aldridge, and Blake Griffin. I want, what, what do you think about that starting five? Because we all know their bench is kind of weak. It's, it's okay. But what do you think about the starting five? It's weak. All they have is, like, Landry Shamit and, like, Luau Cabro, maybe Tyler Johnson with a bit of grit, but uh, – and, and Dinwiddie, of course. But um, I don't know. I don't like them coming back, getting attacked on. I don't think, like, it's weak. Like, Blake didn't dunk for a long time, and that's, like, his trademark. Like, you, that shows. Like, he's, like – like and guys like DeAndre Jordan, like they're way past their prime. It's like they want to sign people for jersey, like for jersey money, or something. It's, right, that's a good point because I, I saw this thing like, oh yeah, well look at these guys, look at who they're signing. Like like the Nets are doing this, 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 this. Those guys are has-beens. The Lakers just signed a twenty-seven-year-old Andre Drummond. Yeah, if this is if this is 2013, wow, a dangerous team. Not anymore. And, and Mike D'Antoni has showed multiple occasions that he's come to the cusp of championship winning at the Suns and at the Rockets, but you need defense. Like, it's vital. Defense wins championships. I got that from uh, Kenny Beecham, king of the fourth quarter. Thank you for telling me that. But you're right. Defense does win championships. The Nets are uh, 27th in points allowed. They, they allow 113.6, I believe. So they got better by two points, but that's still awful. Um, they are 13th in turnovers and they are, I, I was looking this up today while arguing Delroy and I think they are seventh, I believe in, uh, points allowed and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. oh, wait, no, the 27th in points allowed. You know what I mean though? Like, like they, they, yeah. they don't get, they don't get that many steals and stuff like that. So you, you're telling and me I, that. I think you give the ball away a ton as well. Exactly. Right. So I'm like, wrong. You're you're telling me? Oh no, there there's us like seventh in turnovers. That's what it was. So yeah, yeah, like top seven in the most turnovers. So you're telling me that um, when a team like the Brooklyn Nets goes up like a team like the Lakers or the Celtics or the 76 or the Heat or even, or even like possibly like the Nuggets or someone with that someone with and the Jazz like it's the Jazz like, right someone with good yeah someone with like mediocre to great defense because that's all that's all you need to stop the Nets right now mediocre defense because. Seriously. These guys are getting turnover after turnover after turnover after turnover. Low mm-hmm. field goal percentages from everyone except KD because KD is, is he stays a 50-40-90 player. He's he's a different breed yeah. that guy. But but then you're mm-hmm. getting guys like um, James Harden whose true shooting percentage is amazing. But his his normal shooting percentage like when you're just shooting the ball and chucking it up every time 
is 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 messed up because then these teams like the Lakers are going to get a rebound from Andre Drummond and they are going to counter you so hard because they're going to get that steal because they're like top five in steals and they're going to get that fast break point and there's points because there's nothing you could do to stop it. So I my think question you could for argue- the Nets is how you stop that. Yeah, exactly. You could arguably say like the Lakers didn't even need Andre Drummond. Exactly. They, and we were saying they that did before. a little bit of a rebranding presence because they're anticipating a finals where the Nets are chucking up everything from three and they will never get an offensive rebound ever. Exactly. They you don't know? get offensive rebounds. The only person that exactly. gets rebounds on the team is DeAndre Jordan. And he, like you said later, like he was a has-been. Yeah. Like, like those guys haven't been good for years. Like, I mean, years. Uh, like back to like what, what they were. I don't even know what DeAndre Jordan averages and, and uh, Blake Griffin's averaging like 10. So it, that, that's disappointing. But I want to go over a winner and a loser of the rest. Yeah, okay. The rest of the team. So my loser, first of all, undoubtedly the Rockets. I don't think anybody has ever said, yay, we got Ken, Kelly Olynyk like, ever. Never. Maybe never. when he got drafted, but like aside from that. Like it's it's not yeah, yeah, yeah. it's when, not well, then, yeah, but getting rid of your only true stud because John Wall's on his way out despite you know coming back from injury and, and looking okay, but they were already like losing a ton a ton of games and they made a definite definite uh, mistake there. So uh, yeah, it's really uninspiring. But the the winner is obviously the Bulls. Yeah, I, mean, I can agree with that one hundred percent. Like their their starting lineup, Kobe White, um, Zach Levine, and then Vucevic and Tice coming off the bench, scary. Javante yeah. Green, Troy Brown, some good, some good, uh, great, some great, good. Uh, great assets like um, rotational pieces, role players as well. Yeah, they're gonna be great. So, yeah, they're gonna get out of a slump for sure, and uh, I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if we see them as a uh, as a late seed for sure instead of the Magic. Yeah, and, and they even got rid of Otto Porter Jr., who was a massive contract for no reason at all. And then they got, in turn, Nikola Vucevic, who was a big contract, but he's deserving. He's a freaking all-star. And yeah. Alfred Camino, who is a he was a lockdown perimeter defender, pretty much. And he could do stuff for you on, on, on the uh, offense, too. So he's going to be starting at small forward. And then, who knows? Like you were talking about earlier, like they may they might start Vucevic on the power forward and Tice in the center, right? Yeah, that's scary. That, that is scary filthy. because because the 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 league looks like it's going through a trend of of, of playing tall ball again. Because yeah, just our with that Drummond signing work. too, right? Yeah. So anyway, you take it away, brother. I want to hear what you what you got to say. Yeah, man. Um, another trade I want to focus on is that Aaron Gordon to Nuggets trade, as mm-hmm. well as uh, the Rondo and Lou Williams trade. So, um. The thing with the Nuggets trade, I really, 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 really like it, actually. Um, they gave away Gary Harris, who has been underperforming for years now. He was supposed to be really good. Now, I got, actually got quite hyped up for him, but sadly, he just stayed the same, and that's not how you do, right? And then they yeah. gave away RJ Hampton as well, which was a great draft pick, in my opinion. But mm-hmm. um, he wasn't getting the minutes to show himself, like just like Bull Bull. Bull Bull, thank the Lord, is finally starting to get some minutes. Like you saw, he hit that step back three the other day. But yeah, um, yeah. 
since he's going to be on the Magic, RJ Hampton's going to get the minutes he needed, and then him and Cole Anthony are going to become two great players. So what do you think about that Nuggets trade and how Aaron Gordon's going to do on those Nuggets teams? Or if it was good or bad, how the players are going to do? I don't know. I mean, the Nuggets gave away some first-round picks, which could be invaluable. Like, you know how you see on Instagram, they gave away this first-round pick and they drafted Steph Curry. Yeah, but no, uh, Yeah, but a a guy like Gary Clark as well, I think it's totally, totally uh, positive to surround Jamal Murray and uh, Jokic. Um, Yeah, they need to do something in in that West for sure. So I, I'd say the Nuggets won, but uh, yeah, I want to, yeah. Yeah, because then they could run that tall ball now as well, right? Like we were just saying, because Michael Porter Jr. has been starting at the power forward lately. But yeah. then what they could do now is put Aaron Gordon at the power forward and put Michael Porter Jr. at the small forward. And then yeah. I, I don't know who they'd be starting at shooting guard unless they do some absolutely outrageous stuff where they run a lineup of Jamal Murray, uh, Michael Porter Jr., Aaron Gordon, than Bol Bol and Nikola Jokic, which That's I feel ridiculous. would be a deadly lineup because they ran something similar to that in the playoffs. I mean, oh, in the bubble just before the playoffs and look at where it got yep. them. So, yeah, that's insane. Stuff like that. But yeah, like I was saying earlier, another trade, a couple more trades I actually want to shine light on are the Ronald Clippers and Lou Williams to the Hawks trade, as well as um, the obvious Andre Drummond to the Lakers being bought out by the Cavs. Uh, okay. so whatever one you want to talk about first, just take it away. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, Lou Williams, I love the way he plays. Obviously he's getting older. Um, but I love the way he plays. And I think, you know, with him getting some more minutes on that Hawks team, that could be pretty deadly. And Rondo's always in however many years he's been in the league. It's in definitely in the double digits by now for sure. But He's just he's invaluable defense offense. He'll be great as well uh, to a Clippers team who could kind of go under the radar. No one really talks about the Clippers this year, right? Um, Which is insane because they're like a third seed right now. Yeah, and they could definitely go under the radar for sure. Um, yeah, I I mean I don't know who won that trade. Who do you think won that trade? I'm a, I'm gonna just say it. I think the Clippers won that trade. Uh, I saw I saw this hilarious thing where it said uh, Chris Paul went back to the Clippers. Yeah. <laughs> oh, poor Rondo, man. But yeah, like um, the Hawks definitely lost some basketball IQ, but they gained scoring, which is good, and they gained momentum off the bench. But um, it sucks for the Hawks because Lou Will isn't that good defensively or anything like that. He's just like he's just there to score, and that's all. But Rondo is a presence off the bench that could give you offense, could give you defense, could give you leadership. And his basketball IQ was all the way up there, right? So, like, it's good. And yeah. plus, the Hawks aren't a guaranteed playoff team yet. But no. the Clippers are. So, given, uh, giving the Clippers playoff Rondo would be disgusting. Yeah, that is disgusting, bro. And he, like, he's got longevity, too. Like, he's not, obviously, the player he once was at the Celtics, but... I mean, he's still, he's still a, a massive veteran force that could take you all the way to the conference finals. Hopefully past them because I don't love the Lakers. But. Yeah, man, hey, that, that's good, though, because speaking mm. of the Lakers, like I mentioned earlier, that Andre Drummond trade. So 
the Lakers are looking at a lineup of LeBron James, Contavious Caldwell Pope, uh, who the Kyle Kuzma, you, and then um, Anthony Davis, and then Andre Drummond. That is a massive lineup, first of all. Second of all, so do you think, because I've been hearing some things, oh, the Lakers got scared, so they had to get Drummond. Do you think they, they were scared of the Nets or, or scared no. of anybody else in that in that uh, in their conference even and think they wouldn't make it to the finals? Because that's what people are saying about that Andre Drummond trade. What do you think about that? Those bigs don't need any help that much. You know, Anthony Davis doesn't need that much help. Harold doesn't need that much help. And Gasol's still good. He's still good. He's going to be good for some years. Yeah, he's better than Aaron Baines. <laughs> Don't even get me started. Oh, I should have talked about him. I want you to talk about him. Yeah, but, we'll uh, talk about him later. Jeez. Uh, yeah, I don't think they even need that. They just um, – it's just what they wanted to like to do. I think that's what they set out to, to do, get some more boards. And uh, I don't know. That, that's a scary twin towers of Anthony Davis and Andre Job. Very scary, so, man. Yeah, I don't. Do you run Kuzma at the small then? You you yeah. have to right because Kuzma. Uh, they should have traded Kuzma. I hate that guy with a passion. Yeah, but yeah, still, yeah. I like, like, you know what? He's been performing without LeBron, and 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 uh, he'd be an okay small forward for them to have. Thank God he wouldn't be playing shooting guard. He wouldn't be getting the ball that much. Thank the Lord. But you know what? They have uh, two guys who could work in the post, and then Andre Drummond who could work. I mean, Andre Drummond, uh, Anthony Davis could work amazingly on the perimeter, and then they got Le- yep. they got Point Braun. That's unstoppable. That's like near Magic Johnson, right? But and yes. Schroeder off the bench, who is oh. pretty light Schro- as well. No, actually, Schroeder's starting. I found that out. So Schroeder's going to be shooting guard. Contavious Caldwell Pope's going to be coming off the bench. Wow, then that's way that's way scary. Yeah, much Absolutely. scarier. They're going to get some minutes in the playoffs. And okay, yeah, thirty and seventeen as well. They're they're bros. Anyway, yeah, yeah. So, like you said, let's shine some light on those Raptors trades. So okay. we talked about that Powell trade and about how disappointing that was, and we also talked about we haven't talked about um the Terrence Davis Jr. for a future second round pick, and mm-hmm. the Matt Thomas for a future second round pick. Mm-hmm. I want you to talk about that, and then I will take my turn and get super passionate about this. Yes, sir. So um, those two guys were coming off the bench. I like Matt Thomas earlier in the season for his his perimeter presence. And, and Terrence Davis came off the bench. Nice. I mean, uh-huh. for second round picks, that's kind of a sham. I'm kind of mad about that for the Kings. Uh, well, the Kings did pretty well in, in, in this uh, in this window, but obviously they need to do more. They've never been very good. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of mad about that. And the fact that we didn't uh, get Baines. Obviously, needed to start Boucher, like without question. But yeah. Baines, uh, I'm kind of at a loss for words because he's just so garbage. He's actually like just that bad. Like it's kind of it's 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 a pain to like watch him. You already know what's gonna happen when he loses the first hit, mm-hmm. right? You like know? never in my life, as as my coming up on 17 years as a Raptors fan, okay? Because I've been a Raptors fan since the day I was born, and no one could tell me otherwise. I came out with the flag, okay? So listen, I never in my 17 years of life have I hated on a Raptors player. Yeah. And the fact that Aaron Baines is enabling me to do that, that means there's something wrong. Because listen, you traded Matt Thomas for a future second-round pick. That's okay. I would have preferred a first, but I'm not too angry about that. 
Terrence yeah. Davis Jr. is a valuable player who is a potential all-star in the future. He d- he's not that promising. I said potential, and by potential, I mean like like a 60-40 chance, maybe even 70-30, right, yeah. of, of becoming an all-star. But the fact that you made three horror not horrible, like the Norman Powell trade wasn't horrible. It just wasn't to my liking. But the last, yeah. the last two were horrible. The fact they made three, I'm going to call them mediocre trades, and still kept Aaron Baines on that team was a mistake. So that means mm-hmm. Aaron Baines is good with the staff or something, or that mean he, means he is an internal like like force to help people get their stuff straight because yeah. really, he is garbage. Ba- like like <laughs> I hate to say this as a Raptors fan, but Aaron Baines is garbage. And the fact that Andre Drummond, Vucevic, Tice were all on the block – we're all like, like, why not package him up with Norman? See where we can go. Thank you. You know, thank you. Yeah. Because yeah. we, we could, we had room for like, we gave away those two guys who made up maybe like 5 million combined, uh, Matt Thomas and, and Terrence David Jr. And then if mm-hmm. we got rid of Baines, oh my goodness, I will sell Baines for a bag of peanuts at this point, who has like what a $10 million contract, I think. We could get Drummond for a year. We could pull him in for a year. And then exactly. we could have packaged, um, those two guys, Matt Thomas and, and Darren Davis Jr., for someone like Harry Giles, who wasn't that valuable to his team, right? Yeah. I would have preferred that. Or we could have packaged those two guys plus Aaron Baines and gotten a better center, like Rashawn Holmes. Guys like these yeah. who aren't 100% valuable but are so much better than Aaron Baines. Yeah, Everyone seriously. is better than Aaron Baines at this point. I wouldn't even take Gasol back. And, and, and this, is, this is just giving me, like, I'm reminiscing to, to my reaction when we let Ibaka walk. Yeah. And I'm just like, so cool. We let Ibaka walk, and I was not mad about Aaron Baines coming because, like, you know what? This guy's good. He he, he had a good season mm-hmm. last year, but he mm-hmm. is dookie right now. Like, he's awful. He's do- Yeah, he's not even close to a Gasol, uh, a Gasol replacement. I mean, he's averaging, what, 5.9 points this season. He scores four nothing and nothing against the Trailblazers on 15 minutes. On 15 minutes in the game. How so, are you that inactive? That right. And, and then, this makes me think, like, is there something wrong with Chris Boucher? Like, like, is he being a jerk on the inside or something? Because why are you be. starting Chris Boucher? Because I know I know Nick Nurse said this earlier. Oh, I like him coming off the bench. Screw the bench right now. Baines will be better coming off the bench because he actually has time not to do anything and reflect on his garbage play. But That's when you have Chris Boucher so horribly. Exactly. Exactly. And then, and then poor Kyle Lowry is out here having to pass to Pascal Siakam at a rough start to the season. Thank God he's playing like an all-star right now, but it's a little too late, Pascal, but it's okay. But still poor Kyle Lowry and Fred Van Vliet are out here needing to pass to the paint and get people open on the perimeter. And then when Mm. you see Baines on the perimeter more than he is in the paint and he's huge, there is something wrong with him. No, it's not like he can score like like shoot either, like at all. Like he's okay. He can he can get a bucket once in a while, but his Jays reminiscent of Draymond Green. It's like yeah, it's, it's, it's not the Jay. And then like he's not a shooter, he's not a great defender. Like I know yesterday he got a couple blocks, but like like yeah. he's not he's not an amazing defender. He he he's a big, he's huge, he's massive, he's strong, and he can't score in the paint. And Chris Boucher scores better in the paint with him when he's when he's maybe even slightly taller, but so much weaker and so much lighter. I'd say I'd argue 
that I haven't done my research on it, that he's maybe even 50 plus pounds lighter than Baines. And yet he's scoring much better in the paint. Undoubtedly. Like, I mean, he's a double, double threat too. He can actually grab. He can block people, which is invaluable. I mean, yeah, it's, I'm, I'm at a loss for words. I don't understand that coaching decision, but. Yeah, I, I, I just don't understand why we decided to keep Baines when we lost three good guys for, mm-hmm. for nothing, right? But I think that's going to wrap it up unless Mike has anything else to say. No, I love that episode. That was a great uh, one. Nice little short episode. And we didn't even talk about the man from Singapore. You're my homie. <laughs> I love you. Tell all your friends because uh, the boys are doing some good work here. So Of course, bro. Yeah, no. But speaking of that guy from Singapore, thank you guys so much for watching. I just recently found out that 69% of my views are from Canada. So that means there's a whole other 21% that is international. So thank you guys so much for watching. And thank you everyone that is Canadian and everyone that isn't Canadian for sharing my content and sharing Mike's content and sharing Jordan's content and sharing all of our content collectively as a team Mm -hmm. on your social media. Because look at look at what you guys have helped us with for the last videos. Thank you guys so much. It truly means a lot to us from the bottom of our hearts. Thank you so much. Uh, this is, you know, on the road to 100. It sounds like a weak goal. But, hey, man, I can't even imagine myself standing up and doing this in front of 100 people. It'll be terrifying. Right? So, like, yeah, you know, thank you guys thank so you. much for thank sharing. You. Exactly. Thank you. thank you. Thank you for watching. It means, like I just said, it means uh, so much to us. Thank you guys so much from the bottom of our hearts. Thank you. But without further ado, have a great day evening night wherever the hell you stay at man wherever you stay at that, that's my bad. new thing that's my new thing that's how i'm gonna dismiss it every time it. i've been doing that eh? i love it so yeah, yes. yeah, yeah i love it thank you guys so much for watching continue to support don't forget to like subscribe share do all this stuff but thank you so much mm-hmm. peace peace